Welcome, everybody, to today's episode of the Jadava Show. This is Jacob Valliere. This is the Super Bowl edition of my show. Glad to have you with us on this Friday or whatever part of the weekend you are listening to this. Maybe you're even listening to this in the future and you already know who's going to win. So in that case, you can either listen how right I am or how stupid I sound. Um, But here I am. It's the Super Bowl edition. It's the last game of the 2022 NFL season. And I am very sad, of course, because what the heck am I going to do with my life for the next six, seven months? Uh, that is a good question that uh, we will figure out uh, as we go. But, um, yeah, as usual, sitting here in the car on uh, my lunch break at my job. I'm not going to tell you where I'm at, um, but I will just say this. The, the town that I'm currently in, the town I work in, I mean... I, I am fairly convinced I am the only person in this town that does not smoke cigarettes. Like I'm, I'm very confident in that. I, I thought cigarettes were like on, on the, uh, what do you call it? Like the downfall, I guess. Like people were smoking less and less because, you know, nowadays people have the, uh, knowledge that, you know, the damage that cigarette smoke does to your lungs, the addiction you get to nicotine and, and I mean, lung cancer. I mean, have you ever seen a lung of a person that smokes cigarettes? I mean, it's it's made out of black tar, basically. I mean, it's just, it, it's terrible for you, you know. Um, the effects that smoke from cigarettes does to people that don't even smoke, that just are around the smoke, secondhand smoke, um, is, is incredible. And so, um, and it, by the way, it smells disgusting. I'm sure it tastes disgusting if you if you actually smoke. Um, and so, anyway, I walk through my job and I walk everywhere, and I'm like, gosh, I I am fairly convinced uh, that I am the only person in this entire town that does not smoke cigarettes. Um, so hey, all power to them. They've, everybody's got their thing. Everybody deals with their own stuff. My thankfully, I don't smoke and have never had the temptation to smoke cigarettes, but, um, some people do, and maybe the knowledge of lung cancer has not reached, uh, this part of the world quite yet, but, um, maybe you thought I was using an analogy for, uh, my cigarette story there. I'm not, I'm just noticing, I'm looking out my window, and I am seeing the, the place I work has a smoker's pit, and, uh, I just see a lot of people smoking, and I'm like, I just, I gotta walk past it, gotta smell it, um, just doesn't smell good, and I know it isn't good for you, so that's my, uh, quick little, whatever you want to call it, soliloquy on smoking cigarettes, um, but the Super Bowl, as of right now, we are closing in on 48 hours away from the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57, the Kansas City Chiefs, the winners of the AFC versus the winners of the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles, Um, I came on here and I said that this would be a really tough decision for me on who's going to win this game. It's a true toss up. Um, so I sat down and I really thought about it. We got two teams that were the number one seeds in their respective conference. And the line is Eagles minus one and a half. That's the line for the Super Bowl. So Philadelphia is a favorite. Now they're designated the home team in Arizona, um, even though it's a neutral site. So home teams get three points. Um, even in a neutral site, the home team just automatically gets the three point nod. So this line kind of tells me that 
they're not super confident, obviously, in the Eagles. It's only a one-and-a-half-point line. Um, and they're confident that the Chiefs could potentially make noise. So I thought about it, and I thought I went back and forth, and I was ready to make my pick on the Chiefs, and then I was ready to pick the Eagles, and then I was ready to pick the Chiefs again, and then back to the Eagles, and back and forth, and back and forth. Now, I have my pick. And again, you could be listening to this in the future, and think, gosh, what an idiot this guy is. He picked this team, and they they got killed, or they lost. This is, this is, me recording this on February 10th, 2023. The Super Bowl's on February 12th. So two days away, this is how I feel. And this is not bias. Some of you may say it will be. Love, love at this point. Thought about it, looked everything over, and I love the Chiefs plus one and a half. Here's why. Um, I think the big story here is Philadelphia. Um and how they've dominated. I mean, they've blown teams out all season long. Um, but this is interesting. I heard this on Colin Cowherd, and I second it 100%. I'm not even going to try and spin it. In the NFL, we don't really look at who you play. If you're dominant, you play well. But in college football, if a team sneaks into the college football rankings or if they don't make it and there's a big uproar, what's the argument? Oh, who did they play? TCU gets smoked in the national championship by Georgia. Oh, the TCU shouldn't have been there. Look who they played. Look who Georgia played. They they beat Alabama. They beat, they beat uh, Tennessee when they were the one seed or uh, the uh, ranked number one. Yeah, we do that a lot in college. There could be a team. I remember years ago, you, uh, Central Florida was a juggernaut, undefeated seasons, all but they were never really ranked that high. And they never made a college football playoff. And UCF fans were always an uproar. Oh my gosh, how could you not rank UCF? And then everybody kept saying, well, look who they played. Who did they play? They didn't play anybody. I graduated from Liberty. And I could sit up here and say, well, at least early on, Liberty football should have been playing, you know, they should have been ranked. And I could do that argument right now. Liberty, basketball, should be ranked. Well, who has Liberty beaten? Well, dating back to New Year's, Liberty has beaten Lipscomb, Jacksonville State, uh, North Alabama, Central Arkansas, Jacksonville, University of Jacksonville, North Florida, Stetson, Florida, Gulf Coast, Austin, PA, and uh, Bellarmine. That's who they've beaten. They've also beaten Mid-Atlantic Christian, Grambling State, Bellarmine again, Bryant University, University of Virginia Lynchburg, Maryland Eastern Shore, Delaware State, Bradley, NC Central, and Regent. I'm looking on Yahoo Sports. Two of those teams they beat don't even have logos in the database. But they're 20-6. and six. They're playing really well. If they, if they win the conference, they're going to make it to March Madness. Yet people are still going to say, who did they play? Let me spin that then on the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Philadelphia Eagles. Let me just list the quarterbacks that they played this season. And I'll break down each one situationally. 
So here's who they beat. Jared Goff, uh, Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz, Trevor Lawrence, Kyler Murray, uh, Cooper Rush, Kenny Pickett, Davis Mills, Matt Ryan, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill, uh, Daniel Jones, Justin Fields, Davis Webb, Daniel Jones again, and then a combination of Josh Johnson and Brock Purdy before ultimately they ended up not even playing a single quarterback. The three games they lost were to Taylor Heineke, Dak Prescott, and Andy Dalton. So those are the quarterbacks the Philadelphia Eagles played. Let's look at the good quarterbacks, the Pro Bowl quarterbacks that they played. Jared Goff in week one got into a shootout in Detroit with a Lions team that was 313-1 the year before, one of the worst defenses in the NFL. There's their first win. Week two, they play Minnesota. 11-0 were the Vikings this season in one-score games. But when is Kirk Cousins at his worst? Prime time, especially Monday night, where Kirk Cousins is seven games under 500. I think he's like 2-9 and nine or 3-10 and 10 on Monday night football in his career, something terrible. I know he, he was winless on Monday night in Washington. Only marginally better in Minnesota. They were at home against a quarterback that falls apart on Monday night football, especially on the road. There's the second. Then you go at Washington. Carson Wentz and the Washington Commanders offensive line were putrid that day. Absolutely putrid. And it was still not a complete blowout. Commanders had their opportunities. They just had the worst offensive line in the league at the time and a quarterback who can't escape pressure. Then they go home to face Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence turned the ball over four times. They lost by eight. Yeah, you think maybe if those turnovers go another way that Jacksonville wins that game? By the way, the Jaguars, they were bad early. They got hot late in the season. Arizona was never hot. That was a really tight ball game. Dallas, they faced their backup quarterback, and it was a tight ball game at halftime. Pittsburgh and Houston starting a rookie or second-year quarterback on an awful roster. Then Monday night at home against Washington, from trailing most of the second half against Taylor Heineke, they couldn't make up ground. So they lose their first game of the year. They go to the Colts, and Jeff Saturday and awful washed-up Matt Ryan, and it took a fourth-quarter comeback to beat him. It really did. Then they get into a shootout, Sunday night at home with Aaron Rodgers and his no-name receiving core. And then they beat up on the Titans. Ryan Tannehill, not a great quarterback by any means, and his offense, besides Derrick Henry, is one of the worst I've seen in a long time. No notable receivers. The Giants, three straight times that they face the Giants, obviously the Giants have no receivers. Daniel Jones is an awful quarterback, no matter what you say. Um, and that was two of those times. One of them, it was Davis Webb, and that was the most competitive game. They barely won. And then they beat up on awful Chicago, except not really. They only won by five. And then they, without Jalen Hurts, lose to Dallas and New Orleans. Then they get to the playoffs. They get the Giants. Giants riding high on emotions after a stunning wild card win over Minnesota. They have no weapons. They have a 
bad quarterback and a bad offensive line going to the link, and the Eagles had a week off to prepare. They got smoked. Then San Francisco comes in. Their quarterback goes down, and then their backup gets concussed. And they have no quarterback the rest of the game. They quite literally have no quarterback because their quarterback that got hurt, that wasn't concussed, Brock Purdy, basically needs Tommy John surgery. Yeah, that's that's the Eagles season. Now, am I calling them a bad team? No, they were very, very good. So many pro bowlers everywhere. Jalen Hurts played very well. I think he's a top five quarterback in the NFL. But context... Any of the quarterbacks that I just listed that they played this year, do any of them even sniff the greatness of Patrick Mahomes, who they get in the Super Bowl? I didn't think so. Jalen Hurts, three playoff starts. He has a passer rating in the 80s. Yeah, not great. Um, Patrick Mahomes is the highest rated postseason passer of all time. This is his third trip to the Super Bowl. So speaking of the Chiefs, let's look at Kansas City, who they've played. So they were at Kyler Murray to start the season. Again, that was the part of the year where our expectations were awfully high for the Cardinals. Okay? They had just come off an 11-5 season in which they started 8-0, and Patrick Mahomes threw five touchdowns. Then Thursday night, short week against the Chargers, a playoff team with an excellent quarterback win. At Indianapolis, they lose to Matt Ryan. Then they go at Tampa Bay. The GOAT, Tom Brady. Undefeated Buccaneers at the time. Well, 2-1 and one Buccaneers, excuse me. But still, Tampa Bay, high expectations. Yeah, they beat the crap out of them, too. Then they go and play the Raiders on Monday night. They score 30. Outduel a team that was in the playoffs last year. They lose to Buffalo at, okay, at San Francisco. Best team in the NFL, best roster in the NFL, still had Jimmy Garoppolo healthy. They waxed him in San Francisco. Then the bye week. They beat the Titans and Malik Willis. That wasn't overly impressive. It took overtime to beat Malik Willis. Then they beat up on the Jags, who ended up in the playoffs. They beat the Chargers, again, a playoff team. They crushed the Rams. Not impressive. It was a back. It was Bryce Perkins starting for the Rams. Lose to Cincinnati. And then they win at Denver, win at Houston, beat up on playoff Seattle, Win against Denver, beat up at Las Vegas, and in the playoffs, they beat Jacksonville and Cincinnati with Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow. And we're not giving enough credit to the Chiefs' defense. It's all about the Eagles' defense. But keep in mind, Joe Burrow, coming into the game against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, had won 10 straight games where he scored at least 22 points or 20 points in all 10 games. 10-game winning streak. He looked unbelievable in those 10 games. Well, he had his worst game of the year since week one in the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs. Huh. Had an awful game. Okay, well, then how about the game before? The Jaguars. Yeah, they came into that game smoking hot. They had won five in a row and six of their last seven, and they were unbelievably hot. Trevor Lawrence threw four touchdown passes the week before against the Chiefs, or the Chargers. Against the Chiefs, 24 of 39, 217 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Took garbage time to get some of those yard numbers up. And you know what? 
threw a bad pick, took a couple sacks, 74 passer rating. Joe Burrow against the Chiefs. 26 of 41, 270 yards, one touchdown, two picks. That's a 70 passer rating. Took five sacks. Are we discounting how good the Chiefs' defenses looked this season? I think they've looked pretty good, especially this postseason, to Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow. The Eagles have been doing this to Daniel Jones, Brock Purdy, Josh Johnson, and then Christian McCaffrey and the Wildcat. (laughs) That's what the Eagles have had to go up against. Well, Mahomes has had to go up against Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. That defense has had to go up against Mahomes and Lawrence, two Pro Bowlers, two division-winning teams. Seven sacks, three picks, combined passer rating of 71 against those two guys. You could argue both are top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Well, the Bengals didn't have their starting offensive lineman. Okay, they didn't have him against Buffalo either. How'd that work out? Uh, Cincinnati crushed him. They didn't. They also didn't have him at Kansas City. Look what happened. The Chiefs are the Chiefs are good. The Chiefs have a good defense. The Chiefs have had a lot of games this year where defensively they've taken over. Until garbage time at Tampa Bay, Chiefs defense was excellent. Until garbage time at San Francisco and that offense, they were outstanding. Before garbage time. They had held the 49ers, the 49ers, under 350 total yards of offense midway through the fourth quarter. Start giving them respect. I like the Chiefs plus one and a half. And I can already hear the narratives. Well, Patrick Mahomes hasn't been good in the Super Bowl. Don't you think a great Super Bowl performance is really the last thing Mahomes needs? And then we can start officially talking future goat because I think we can I think we can Mahomes just got named league MVP last night at the NFL honors deservedly so he was the best quarterback in the league just saying this isn't this isn't that hard of a decision I like the Chiefs I don't know if I like them big but I like them to win because in any game you take the best quarterback over the other and you take the best coach over the over the other. Jalen Hurts is very good. Nick Sirianni's good. He got a coach of the year consideration. Patrick Mahomes is better than Jalen Hurts. And Andy Reid is better than Nick Sirianni. It's just that simple. Um, That's my Super Bowl pick. I'll be back next week to talk about it. The pick and the game. The conclusion of the season. And uh, yeah. I will be back then. Until then, enjoy the Super Bowl, everybody. Enjoy the festivities. If you're a Chiefs and Eagles fan, I do not envy the position you're in and all the nerves that you might be feeling. Everybody else, enjoy a great game. Um, yeah, and I'm your host, Jake, Jacob Valley here on the Jadavis Show. We will see you all probably Monday or Tuesday for a Super Bowl recap.